Travel Tips podcast listeners. Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. This is Sky speaking. I'm hoping you had a great start into this week. I had a great Monday morning, woke up pretty early and got things done. Today I had an experience in our on-site chat. It was actually not the first time that happened to me uh, within the last three days. Uh, people were asking me certain questions and apparently I did not please them with my answers because I was honest. So today's podcast topic is why your tour probably sucked. Why you probably did not have a great experience or it did not work out the way you had it in mind. Okay, there are several things I would like to cover today talking about this topic. Well, first of all, you are going with a certain expectation on a certain tour. Uh, where is that expectation created? Well, most likely you have seen a brochure, a flyer, a yeah, something marketing-wise on the internet or uh, somewhere posted on a print media. Second step, you probably spoke to a salesperson that might be by the phone, online or right in your hotel. Well, if that was not the owner of the company, which is less likely, then it is a commission-based uh, sales and that person is obviously interested in selling you that tour uh, by creating that expectation you are most likely looking for. A good salesman figures that very quickly. So all these guys obviously are earning a commission. So for them the first thing is I need to sell something to that guy right in front of me and um, unfortunately not all of them, but many times uh, they give you, well, let's say what you need. And um, that's where the things go wrong. I am here in the Riviera Maya since six years now and I'm working as a tour guide since I would say at least five and a half years. I am honest, uh, the first three, four months I was lazy. I was playing frisbee on the beach and then I ran out of money and that's how I got into the tour business. Me running out of money, now that's not the uh, the the reason it was me uh, speaking a couple of languages and then here in this area it is pretty easy to find a job. That's something I would like to cover a bit later, um, talking about tour guides and the tour companies, but getting back to you as the a person who is interested in buying a tour, the certain expectation you have of that tour is created, well, most likely by something you have seen or heard. Well, there's always the factor of money, obviously. Uh, what I realized as owner and salesperson and guide is that, well, numbers are very important and we human beings, we are obviously we tend to only compare the numbers. Um, going to, mm, let's call it Tulum, you can do that for $40. You can also do that for $200. If you see a 40 and if you see a 200 and then in between or on top of that Tulum, you say, well, I go for the 40. 
and you are not taking in consideration the time of your pickup, how many pickups, how many people will be with you, uh, will you be the first or the last in that line of pickups to follow, will it be a small bus, will it be a big bus, will it be uh, only one spoken language or will it be a guide speaking five different languages almost simultaneously? Um, what time are you arriving at the archaeological site? Will it be at 8 sharp or right before 8 or when the uh, archaeological site is opening so you are the first inside there or will it be roughly 9 or 9.30 even because of the uh, many hotel pickups and pickups of other people. Then, uh, do you have an archaeological guide inside uh, the, the ruins? Well, and so on and so on. There are obviously many, many, many different things to consider when you look at these numbers. Is there lunch included? Where is that lunch? Is it the buffet? Is it the lunch box? Is it a la carte? Is it a taco? What is included? Is it, well, there are so many things I could start to count on. Why there is a difference between uh, the amount of money you can spend on a tour. The competition is that big in providing tours since it is not rocket science to rent the van and uh, pick up people from a hotel, bring them to a certain place, uh, guide them around and bring them back to the hotel. Uh, that is actually a very very uh, wild field where everybody is fighting for its space and many people do that by the price. So um, if you look for a tour and you want to fulfill your expectation, you might not look for the cheapest price. That being said, I'm not saying you're doing that, but once again, I had that experience in my chat the last couple of days. People were looking for, um, let's say, a tour to Isla Mujeres, 15 people, and um, they are telling me they want to rent one boat. Okay, one boat is either, for 15 people, that's either a yacht or you can rent two smaller boats, which is still cheaper than the yacht, and you are sitting comfortable in that boat. I told that lady, lady, um, you will not be sitting comfortable in a boat for a couple of hours cruising the island of Isla Mujeres. You want to go snorkeling in two different locations. You want to visit the North Beach. You want to step in, you want to step out. You want to be, uh, yeah, let's say, in a, in a relaxed and comfortable well, atmosphere and in one boat for a certain price she was looking for, that's just not going to happen. And that lady insisted, she said, well, we will cramp in there, we will squeeze in there, no worries. Uh, yes, I do worry, because eventually um, you are deciding to go somewhere, you are telling that you are fine with squeezing yourself in there, but when you are actually squeezed in there on one of your vacation days, on one of your holiday days, you're, you're paying a good amount of money just to come down here to the Mayan Riviera and then you, you, you want to 
save some money on an experience outside of your hotel well you're digging your own grave by doing something like that and and it's not only looking at the money it is also not listening to the to the local um you you realizing by my my pitch of voice uh, I'm, I'm getting excited here because it really strikes a nerve uh, uh, when I'm having that behavior of potential customers telling me what is good for them, uh, only looking at, at saving some money. I, I step away uh, and I'm, I'm not really, I'm, I have to find the right words. I'm not good in saying no. I, I feel like I am not a good salesperson i'm not a good a caretaker when i'm saying no to someone but apparently uh, now i need to do that in order to protect themselves as well uh, once again this is a current um, uh, lately that happens to me quite often that people are saying no that's fine no worries and yes i'm very worried about these type of tours of uh, this behavior we are telling them this is not a, a, a really good experience same thing when people try to uh, squeeze three archaeological sites in the same day just to um, yeah minimize the amount of days they are out of their hotel or save some dollars um, I don't think you are pleasing yourself or you're doing yourself a favor by doing that. That's my personal opinion. Once again, feel free to correct me or give me your opinion on that. But uh, you are not doing yourself a favor by doing by having that behavior, not listening to the guy you're actually asking for. I'm not trying to upsell you anything. That's the that's the other side of the of the coin. Uh, there are other two operators which are desperate to sell you everything and they say ah you will be fine on that boat 15 of you um that's that's unfortunately uh a thing that people uh, have bad experiences so it is for me always um that uh how to say struggle uh, with uh, people being suspicious that I'm or we are trying to upsell them. Well, in my consideration in these days with TripAdvisor and ratings and, and uh, uh, yeah, internet itself, so many ways that the consumer or the, the client or the guest, as I like to prefer to, 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 tell, to say, uh, they have so much power over you with their uh, reviews and with their social medias you are not surviving um, long on a long term in in this business or in any business I would say uh, to to act like that okay that is that is uh, the, the guest or the customer saving some money or take not listening to the guide or not listening to uh, the the operator or the guy who's trying to sell you the tour in the best case scenario you have the owner there like in our case if you have a salesperson there be smart ask questions okay you can provide uh, prevent a lot of uh, misunderstandings or wrong expectations by asking certain questions ask that guy in front of you hey uh, do you know how many pickups they usually have if he says no I don't well why don't you pick up the phone and ask 
the company you're trying to, to sell the tour to me? Well, it is always just a phone call away. Uh, he can do that in order to make the reservation, picking up the phone and ask, right? So um, ask these questions. Hey, how many pickups do you have? What time is my pickup time? What time is the archaeological site opening? How long does it take to get there? What is included? And uh, how many languages are spoken in that group? Is it an English-speaking group only or German, French, Dutch, whatever you, you call it? Um, those are, are questions you should ask. You can also, what many people do not know or do, is look it up in the internet. Ask for the name of the company uh, they are actually selling. If you are with a bigger uh, tour, a travel agency. Uh, these guys are only the middlemen. They're only selling you another service from somebody else. Ask them for that tour company name and then look it up. Look it up on Yelp, look it up on Trustpilot and Facebook or TripAdvisor. This is uh, a very important information you want to look up, you want to have in mind before you pay anything okay then why might your tour suck as well it depends a lot on the tour guide obviously he's running the show he or she is running the show uh, from the first thing in the morning you step in the van he or she's greeting you and he or she's saying goodbye at the end of the day and that person your tour guide is making your day or not and what can impact that guide tour guide having uh, or making you a good day giving you a good day or a bad day there are many many things well first of all a uh, low salary these guides they are not very well paid it is um let's say considering where we are living, Playa de Carmen, Cancun, Tulum is a place or are the most expensive places in Mexico. Living here is not cheap and there are so many young people coming in. The a frequency of guides being changed is as well very very high it is not very likely that you see over the years or let me say it like that in only very very few companies tour operators you see over a lapse of years the same names of guides appearing in the reviews if you check that i mean it's a lot of investigation i'm not telling you that you should do that but uh, that i'm trying to give you an idea why your tour could suck because your guide is a not motivated because he's having a hard day many many people getting in his van he's taking care of at least here in this area of at least 12 people if it is not a private tour this bus is full 12 people at least in the back of a mini van if it is a lucky guide there are bigger buses up to 50 people these people before this bus is full they have been already two hours two and a half hours sometimes uh, in the worst case scenario but 
at least half an hour to an hour in other buses being picked up from other hotels. So uh, there is already a tension when they get in that bus and then you start the tour. Hey, good morning guys, my name is Kai and um, we are going to have a good day. And then you look at these uh, uh, already, let's say, grumpy faces because their day or your day already started well with um, delays or something uh, not very pleasant. Um, why could it suck as well? Talking about delays, your guide, your bus is coming late to your hotel. I promise you this 99% is not fault of the driver, neither is it the fault of the tour guide. It is many, many times and I'm not pointing fingers, but it is many times the fault of the guests. It is vacation, okay? But coming to the lobby at the time, uh, at the agreed meeting or uh, pickup time is in my consideration an obligation, if not even five minutes earlier. But the opposite is what happening, at least uh, uh, being on time should be a uh, self-evident thing, but many times there is that behavior. Oh, let's grab a, a, a quick a sweet bread and a coffee and being five minutes late. If you have three pickups, the fourth is already 15 minutes late. If you have that behavior consistently at each hotel. So my friends, do yourself the favor, be on time. Try to be on time or even five minutes early and uh, give that favor or that behavior on, uh, pass it on. Uh, in that way, the people after you stepping in the van are not waiting for you and you're not waiting for the people who step uh, before you in the van. Once again, this is many times not the fault of the guide, but he's the one who's getting blamed for it or the driver, like I said. Both driver and guide salaries are um, once again due to the high amount of uh, guides available, drivers available, salaries here are not the best. They are living as well off the tips as I spoke yesterday in my, in my yesterday's podcast speaking of tips. Many people here uh, for, for many people here, the tips is the bigger part of the salary. As a procedure as well, in the tour operating business, the uh, booking or the reservations, they are closing the night before. Uh, I would say earliest at 6, if some companies do 8, some of them even 10 p.m. in the night. So what does that mean for the operation? If you have a multilingual uh, operation in different uh, languages, you have different guides. So the operator actually calls the guide in the night at 9 or 10 p.m. Hey, you are going to work tomorrow. This is a common practice here. This is something uh, nobody is keeping in mind that these guides don't know until the night before if they are working the next day or not. This is a very common practice and uh, uh, it is very bad for, for a work ethic uh, to have that type of rhythm 
Do I work tomorrow or do I not work tomorrow? Am I going out tonight? Am I meeting with friends? Am I having a dinner? Or am I just laying low? Am I going on, on I don't know, a small round trip? I cannot do that. Um, that is, once again, a very, very, uh, I don't want to say stressful, but it is not a nice work ethic uh, or um, way to work when you don't know if you're working the next day and only a couple of hours before your actual work day starts they let you know that you are actually working as well the age of your guide the average age i would say is 25 here in the Mayan Riviera they many of them and once again I'm not trying to generalize but many of the guides and I put myself in the shoes I was a bit older though but um, you come here and well you don't know what's going on you hear all oh, that company is looking for guides yes I speak English and let's go for it you get a training they take you one day with you uh, with them show you the tour and that's it but there is no specific uh, training how to guide people this is something um, wh where most of the companies well at least the companies I have been working with they totally lack that uh, a, a class or a training in guiding people this is leadership what you have to do there you have to first stand your ground make your point and make clear that you are the one people have to listen to i have seen guides and uh, I, i'm thinking rethinking if i if i mentioned or not i have seen guides um well uh, screaming to people or yelling at people crying in front of people because they would not listen to them they would not pay attention well obviously this is nothing uh, apparently guiding is nothing for you if you do not have fun if your guests do not have fun if you have to yell or scream at them in order to get them let's say in line there to get them to do what you need them uh, to to do then uh, this is not yours and I have seen that a couple of times so that is definitely something the insecureness of these uh, young people uh, having such a responsibility guiding people and uh, I don't know if you have seen my my video on YouTube um, where we come from and uh, why we do what we do I re only recommend you to have a look at it there I, I take a stand telling you what I think how your vacation should look like and um, well if you send somebody who is not experienced uh, into that field uh, well now you know why if your tour sucked now you won't know why um, there are many many really really good guides out there let me uh, flip the coin here there are really good guides out there they are locals they are living here they are living here for years um, there are Mexicans they are foreigners but they are first of all they are locals they knows they know what to do in certain situations they know their way around they know the language they know the do's and the don'ts this is 
obviously very important and you do not find these guides in cheap tours because they have a value. Their knowledge, their skills, they have a value and obviously with that you are getting paid better. Getting paid better, you only can achieve that in tours which are more expensive. So investigate a bit before you are looking into a tour. Uh, do not, I recommend you, highly recommend you, do not pick the cheapest tour. You can go on a Sunday as a uh, on a, uh, as a local or as a Mexican, you can go for $35 to Chichen Itza. $35, uh, a three and a half hour ride. It's 200 kilometers. That's 160, if I'm not mistaken, miles from Playa de Carmen. Logistic wise, this, the ticket cost 240, no, it, uh, they uh, adjusted the price. 250 something uh, is the ticket price for Chichen Itza. If you make the count, um, there's something wrong with that count. I mean, the locals on Sunday, they do not pay entrance, uh, which I think is a really great uh, thing that here in Mexico, the Mexicans, they do not pay entrance fees to the archaeological sites on Sunday. What I'm trying to tell you is the cheapest tours are, well, let's say they come, they come with a bargain. You supposed to know what you're getting yourself in. Do not complain about a tour if you pick the cheapest tour. As well, be careful where you buy these cheap tours. Do not buy them from street vendors which are only giving you a piece of paper and asking you a, a deposit which is most likely only uh, their, their <laughs> payment and you will never see them again. I have seen it all. Please be careful. Go with a trustworthy company. Um, investigate a bit. Look it up in the internet. You have all the power. With an internet connection, you are the almighty. You can look it all up and do yourself the favor. Do it. There are Facebook groups. There are TripAdvisor uh, groups or forums. You can uh, look it up. You can read about it. There's a lot of scams going on. People complain about in TripAd on TripAdvisor. So you can actually uh, educate yourself. The the common tour operator that might that will change once again. In these days, you're getting exposed when you're doing wrong. This is the, the entire business is changing. That's why I believe the business I am in, the private tour business, this is going to grow because all those big tour operate, not all, I'm sorry, but the most of them, they're on a short term. They see the quick dollar and they want to make quick money and they are not in for the long game. If you are in for the long game, you're taking care of your guests and you want them to come back and never look again to the right and to the left. You want them to come back to Mexico and you want them to go straight to your website or give you a call and tell you, hey, here I am again. You took good care last time of me and here we are again. By the way, I brought five more family members this time because we had such a good time. This is something, um, well, let me give you uh, give that as a piece of advice to, uh, to, to other uh, providers or other tour operators. Um, this is going to happen. 
with thanks to the internet, thanks to the forums, thanks to Facebook groups, TripAdvisor, we are all so exposed, we are all uh, yeah, taking responsibility for if we screw something up, we screwed it up and you better be honest with it and you uh, yeah, better take care of your shit. <laughs> Okay, like I said, I'm getting, this is a really emotional topic for me because um, telling people, I'm always honest to the people, telling them this is a long day, this is, the other day a lady wanted, uh, 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 two people are staying in one hotel, other people are staying in that hotel and there's one hour driving between those two hotels. I don't have a problem to pick both up from both hotels and then going to Chichen Itza and then they wanted to go, I think it was Koba as well. One hotel in, in uh, let me tell you the story. One hotel in, in the hotel zone of, uh, Tulu, uh, of, of Cancun. One hotel here in Playa de Carmen, then Chichen Itza and then uh, Koba. I actually, and that's something you can do as well. I Google it on Google Maps. I, I put in the first hotel, I gave him the second hotel, I gave him Chichen Itza, I gave him Koba, and uh, I gave him the, the uh, uh, second hotel, the first hotel again, and that way I created that round trip scenario, and it uh, ended up in seven and a half hours pure driving. Seven and seven hours, 29 minutes, Google Maps gave me as a driving duration. And you haven't been stepped out of the van, haven't seen Chichen Itza, haven't seen Koba, and you haven't been eating yet. Uh, seven and a half hours. And that lady, um, I, I, well, that's the thing about the written word, uh, chatting is always you don't know. But I got the idea, she was kind of pissed me telling her this is not a good idea. And uh, the other day, another lady was saying, I would like to skip lunch. I'm like, why would you like to skip lunch? Yeah, I want to save some money and time. I'm like, but I cannot let you starve. Oh no, we will be fine. Hi, my friends, um, you're on vacation. You deserve a break from, from your daily routine, your daily hamster wheel. You want to enjoy that day, you want to relax, you want somebody to take care of you, you want to have good food, you want to have uh, plenty of time, you want to do not have somebody behind you with uh, uh, ticking on the, on the clock or on the watch telling you, hey, we have to move on. So do yourself the favor, investigate a bit, do yourself the favor and look, Google Maps, like I said, you have internet, it's... Uh, there's plenty of information out there and before I, I keep on ranting here I will wrap it up um, hoping uh, you had a good good laugh about uh, me um, becoming so yeah enthusiastic about that topic I hope as well that you learned something you took something out of it I'm hoping you consider this podcast as educational as a, a well a useful helpful um, information provider let me say it like that if you like it well I would be very happy if you tell your friends or spread the words in other um, means 
if you put a like or a thumb up or five stars or a heart on it that would really make my day if you have any questions or you want me to uh, cover certain topics i'd be happy to do that use use the hashtag q and a kai k-a-y is my name spelled q and a kai and uh, I'd be happy to cover these topics. Look up tomorrow, Kai Tours Mexico on YouTube. I have a new vlog uh, ready. I'm actually very pleased with the result uh, I covered in this last week's vlog. We went into new cenotes, really, really great cenotes, into the caves. Uh, we went on the beach clean and uh, really nice footage of the morning uh, sunrise and I spent two days with my family on Cozumel. If you want to see that vlog well make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. On a weekly basis I am pushing out a vlog there, Kai's vlog and on a daily basis that Travel Tips podcast. Once again if you're still listening, you are really awesome. Thank you very much. You guys have a great evening, morning, day or whatever time you are listening to that one. I am talking to you tomorrow again. Thank you very much. Bye bye.